0: Yo, today's QOD is it's got nothing to do with you. Here we go. <laughs> quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon at SeanCroxon.com. We got Zig Ziglar back on the show today. And Zig is going to talk about how, you know, sometimes somebody might give us attitude. They might have a chip on their shoulder. They might rub us the wrong way. And we're wondering, like, what did I do to this person? Like, what is their problem? Zig is going to talk about how that person's attitude originated from a domino effect that happened like six or seven people removed from them before it landed on you. And if that doesn't make any sense, it'll make sense in a minute. Zig Ziglar is coming up.
1: I love the story of Mr. B. He called a meeting uh, one day, told all of his people. Now, folks, you know, we've been doing well but we can do a lot better than we've been doing in the past. I've got to confess that much of the difficulty has been lying with me. I've not been the leader that I am capable of being. I've not set a good example. But from here on in, I'm going to get here early. I'm going to stay late. Going to take short coffee breaks and short lunch breaks. I'm going to be the example, and I encourage everybody to follow through because we can be so good at this company. We can grow so fast. We can do so much. Oh, it was quite an inspiring speech, and he really intended to do all of it. But you know how folks do, they kind of forget those speeches after a little while. A couple of weeks later, he was out of the country club having lunch, forgot all about the time. Suddenly looked at his watch, realized he was due back to the office in four minutes. He hopped up, made a mad dash to the parking lot, scratched off, doing about 90 miles an hour down the freeway, and the long arm of the law entered the picture. Gave him a ticket. Now, you're talking about somebody who was unhappy. Mr. B was absolutely furious. He got back to the office, and he was just steaming. Uh, He said, the very idea, this man out there worrying about somebody breaking the speed limit just a little bit, he ought to be looking for robbers and murderers and rapists, and these people who are breaking the law, really breaking it, leave us peaceful taxpaying citizens alone. I'm telling you, he was upset. He walked into the office, and you know how we've always done. When somebody catches us with our hand in the cookie jar, we will tell to say, look there. That way it diverts the attention. He walked in. He called for a sales manager in a loud voice. Says, come on in the office. I want to talk to you. Sales manager came in. He said, I want you to tell me uh, about the Armstrong account. He said, I want to know what's been happening with it. You've been fooling with that deal for three weeks. You should have closed it a dozen times. Bring me up to date. Sales manager said, well, Mr. B, you know, I don't know what happened. I, I, I had it. I thought I had it. I thought it was all signed, sealed, and delivered. But at the last minute, you know, it just came unglued, and I lost the deal. Now, if you think Mr. B was upset before, you should have seen him now. He literally hit the ceiling. He said, you know, you've been my sales manager for 16 years. I've been depending on you to bring business in. Here we had the chance to really have a big breakthrough, and what do you do? You blow it. Well, let me tell you something, friend. Just because you've been here 16 years does not mean you got a lifetime contract. Now, you're going to replace that business or I'm going to replace you. Oh, he was upset. But if you think he was upset, you should have seen that sales manager. He's goes storming out there and said, this is ridiculous. For 16 years, I've been running this company. Brought in all of the business. Hadn't been for me, they'd have gone bankrupt years ago. And now just because I filed up one deal, it could have happened to anybody, he blames me. Oh, he was really upset. Called his secretary in the office said, I want to know, where are you on that Hilliard account? She said, well, now, you know, I've been working on three or four other things at the same time. And you said, they took president." He said, look, don't give me any lousy excuses. I want that account taken care of. I want those letters gotten out that I've given to you. And I want to know, did you get them out? She said, no, I've been busy on the other. He said, you know, just because you've been here for eight years doesn't mean you've got a lifetime contract. Now, if you can't do better on these things, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get somebody who can. Oh, he was really upset but if you think he was upset, you should have seen that secretary. She goes strumming out of there. She said, this is ridiculous. I've been running this company for eight years. Hadn't been for me, we'd gone bankrupt years ago, and now just because I can't do three things at once, he jumps all over me. This is not fair, and who does he think he's kidding? Fire me, as much as I know about that sucker, who does he think he is kidding? Oh, she was really upset. She walked out of the switchboard operator and said, look, I got a half dozen letters. I want you to get them out. Now, I know this is normally not your job, but you don't do anything anyhow, but sit out here and occasionally answer the telephone. And I want you to tell right now that if you can't get them out, I'll get me somebody who can. Oh, she was really upset. But if you think she is upset, You should have seen that switchboard operator. She said, that's ridiculous. I've been here over 10 years. Matter of fact, I'm the glue that holds this company together. If it weren't for me, we'd have gone out of business years ago. And now, here they're not doing a thing in the back but gossiping, talking, drinking coffee and all that sort of thing. I'm worked to death out here. And then they load something on me and they say, and if you don't do it, we're going to fire you. Oh, she was upset. She got home, she is still furious. Instantly, she got the letters out. Got home, she is furious, she walked in. First thing she saw was a 12-year-old son laying there on the floor watching television. Second thing she saw was a big rip right across the seat of his breeches. She said, son, how many times have I told you when you come home from school, you're supposed to put your play clothes on? Mother has a hard enough time as it is supporting you and sending you through school. Now, just because you've been disobedient upstairs right now, going to be no supper for you tonight and no television for the next three weeks. Oh, I'm telling you, she was upset, but if you think she is upset, you should have seen that little 12-year-old boy. He hopped up and said, that's ridiculous. He said, I was doing something for my old mother. She doesn't give me a chance to explain. It was an accident. could have happened to anybody. It wasn't my fault, and about that time, his tomcat walked right in front of him which was a mistake, I mean a bad one. The boy reached down and kicked the tomcat. He said, you get out of here. You've probably been up to some no good yourself. (laughs) First, let me ask you a couple of questions. Wouldn't it have been so much better if Mr. B had just gone directly from the country club to that switchboard operator's house and kicked that cat himself? (laughs) Whose cat... Have you been kicking? I'm asking you another question. Has anybody been kicking your cat? Are we ever waiting uh, at the uh, go light for the right color to come along? And just as the light changes, all of a sudden there's a screaming horn right behind you. I mean, you know, instantaneous is that length of time that elapses between the changing of the light and the sounding of the horn behind you. You hear that horn. You turn around and say, can't you see? We got other people in front of us. I'll be going. into. I mean, can you understand that it's got nothing to do with you, that somebody had been kicking that dude's cat all day Long. You ever go in a restaurant to get a cup of coffee? You sit there, and you sit there, and you sit there. And finally, you meekly hold up your hand and said, ma'am, could, could you get me a cup of coffee? She says, can't you see I'm busy? I'll get to you just as quick as I can. Do you snap back? We don't have to bite my head off, or can you understand? It has nothing whatever to do with you. Somebody had been kicking her cat all day long. You ever have a marvelous day? I mean, everything went your way. You're in sales. You close the big account. You got a lot of proposals out. Looks like it's going to be the best month of your entire life. I mean, you're on a roll. You get five or six little ones that day. You walk in an hour late, and your mate screams at you as you walk in, whistling and singing, and call out to her, How you doing, honey? And about that time, you know how I'm doing. And if you've been here all day long, putting up with what I've been putting up all day long, You wouldn't be feeling so good yourself. Now, can you understand? It's not dealing with you. Somebody had been kicking her cat all day long. You know, we're emotional people. When we deal with people, can we get in a situation where we do not let those emotions control us and control how we feel?
0: That was Zig Ziglar. His website is Ziglar.com. You can check out today's talk on an audio program you can find at audible.com. It is called Master Your Winning Edge Success. Legacy Library. Hey, follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton for daily reels. Also, if you have a few minutes, please leave a five-star rating and/or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Much appreciated. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow with Robin Sharma, who's gonna talk about the power of having a daily routine. I'll see you then. I am out. Peace.